The two Bruce in the studio show. The podcast. Podcast. One, two, three, four. Salute to the grave geniuses that you are. You're now tuned into the Two Bros in the Studio Show podcast. A podcast made by creatives for creatives. That's right. I'm your co-host, Nevada Taylor, a.k.a. Hawk Brogan. And my name is Tabari Fingo, a.k.a. The Brilliant Professor. That's right. Hey, creative geniuses out there, if you haven't done this already, please grab your Android uh, grab your iPhones oh. or any of your smart uh, smart devices, yep. and also if you're on desktop, go to Instagram and Twitter. Uh huh. And follow us, please do. All right, at Two Bro Show. At Two Bro Show. It is. And then also go to our what YouTube page, right? Please go to the YouTube page. We need a thousand subscribers by the new year. We know we can do it. Let's do it. So this is how you can find us. Go into the search section. And type in the two bros in the studio show, and uh-huh. you're going to see our handsome faces, right? Yep. And when you see that, click on it, and then you're going to see a subscribe button, right? Mm-hmm. Where's that subscribe button? Okay. In the bottom, the middle, middle page. Okay, guys, you can read. Uh-huh. Once you see that subscribe bar, you just smash that, all right? And most important, creators, let's stay engaged. Please mm-hmm. be the cool guy on the block to leave the first comment and lead the conversation. Yep. All right. So, yo. Oh, oh. They can also find us on iTunes, on Stitcher Radio, on SoundCloud, on TuneIn. Where else? Am I missing something? I don't know. Wherever you can find amazing podcasts with amazing content, you can find our podcast with amazing content. With amazing content. It It is. is amazing. It is. Okay. Yo, can you believe this? It's 10... No, it's 12 weeks in, right? Yeah, yeah. 12 weeks week in. 12, yeah. Week 12, we survived <laughs> these last 11 treacherous weeks, right? We can pat ourselves on the back. Just a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, bit. I'm, I'm proud of that. Uh-huh. But what I'm excited is the next, I don't know, the next 12, the next the next 10, the next 12, the next 20, Yeah. you know what I'm saying, episodes we got coming up. Absolutely. So, um, and, and it's funny, going over these clips... Um, it definitely shows our growth, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and we were just Absolutely. laughing at, you know, the uh, the quality in some of our episodes. And you know what? Shout out to you creators who actually hung in there and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was listening to some of these horrible sounding clips. I mean, the the sound quality, you know, was and eh, it, it was less it was less than perfect um we're at we're at a place where we're about i don't know we're probably 65 percent there yeah, not 100 percent so. there as far as quality but um i believe that the content is way more important than than the actual um and i gotta the say quality. the content that we brought to you guys has been actually extremely intriguing and even i've been able to learn so much uh, from the guests that we've had on I mean, Grammy-nominated and, and award-winning producers and writers and Shit. artists through social activists and, and, and other folks in the community that are making waves. Yeah, yeah and, man. Legend, and, and a legendary R&B. And a legendary R&B, R&B vocalist. And vocalist, exactly, yeah. man. Um, we've actually done a lot within these last 10 years, yeah. dude. <laughs> I mean, not 10 years. It seems like 10 years. When it, when it comes like down to years. the editing and all the other stuff, right? <laughs> but 10 weeks, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Yep, yep. So, guys, creators, this is what we're going to do. We're going to... Hit the Wayback Machine. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. It's not going to go that far back, maybe a couple weeks, but we're going to hit the Wayback button. Uh-huh. And we're going to um, take you guys back to, I don't know. Week one. Week one, exactly. Yeah. 
Yep. So we're going to start right there at week one where we were introducing um, a new hierarchy, right? Uh-huh. Of legends. We all had this conversation with some of friends, family, um, other peers in the studio, whatever. And we always talk about, and we use this term loosely, um, who is a legend. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what the professor and I... What we really wanted to do, we really wanted to actually start nailing this down. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Because I'm personally, I'm tired of having this damn conversation about what is, I mean, who's a legend. So we were trying to figure out like, okay, we, they're going to have to have a status because everybody, we can say everybody's pretty much a legend. You know what I'm saying? Your Beyonce, um, your Usher, you know what I'm saying? Chris Brown, uh, James Brown, so forth and so on. They are legends, but you know what? They have to be certain tiers of legends. So we actually came up with a hierarchy, right? Absolutely. And the hierarchy that we came up with, we thought was actually quite innovative um, because it, it. we not only just put them in tiers, but we defined the tiers as well. Yes. And so we would love this to spark a, a really amazing conversation that you can go ahead and start in the comments section yeah. on uh, YouTube, iTunes, wherever you might be listening to this podcast or whatever the case may be. Uh, but the the hierarchy itself, we feel like is very powerful. So let's start with the first one. And again, yes. this is a recap from episode one. We're not going into too much detail on anything, but this is just to give all the creatives out there who might not be as familiar with our show on the whole, um, to give just some some gems and some tidbits along the way. So so the first uh, level of this hierarchy was what we called the champion status, the champion level. And the way we defined that was a legend who was at the top of their game when they were in the game. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, a champion status to me, like if we talk about hip-hop, I would say like, um, I, would, I would say somebody that would be compared to it, as a champion status would be like a little John. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. He'll, he'll definitely be, um, somewhere on the champion status. Cause he definitely was at the top of his game while he was in it in that time, in that time frame. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, when, I mean, when he was popular, there was nobody that was as popular and with what little John was doing. Yeah. Um, so absolutely. He's definitely, he definitely changed the game um, in, in that way. And I think um, when he was at the top of his game, there was nobody else there. Yeah. Yeah. He was, man, I remember at one point in time, he had four freaking records that was playing back to back on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like tired of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it, it went though. I mean, <laughs> like, okay. It, I mean, yeah. Who was it? Who did he come? It was um, Cat Williams. Oh, yeah. When Cat Williams had a show in, I think in Atlanta had his special, and all of a sudden Lil John walked on the stage. He, he didn't even do nothing. He just walked on the stage, and everybody went nuts. Yeah, and the crowd went went wild. <laughs> just nuts. Wild. And the only thing he said was yeah and okay, okay. and he walked and off the, walked stage, off with the his, stage with his pimp cup. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Champion status Champion right status. there. <laughs> the next rung on this ladder would be what we call the innovator status. And that's again, right. that's defined as someone whose impact um, changed the game of what they did and spanned over multiple generations. So like, who who would we say was... I would say like, if we talk about producers, I would say uh, Jermaine Dupri. Jermaine Dupri? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jermaine Dupri for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, he, you know... Damn, dude, there's a connection here. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about Atlanta, 
Uh-oh. <laughs> Atlanta, you know, Atlanta's Atlanta artist, right? And it's funny that um, Jermaine Dupree was under... No, 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 I'm sorry. Um, that Jermaine Dupree... Yes, Jermaine Dupree did have Little John in his production core. Oh, in the production team, yeah. So oh, you know, yeah, yeah. So he came up under the tutelage of uh, Lil John came up under the tutelage of um, Jermaine Dupri. But anyway, there you go. Is I mean, it's fitting, right? So Jermaine Dupri definitely, to me, I believe he should um, go in as a innovative. He should has the innovative status on the um, on the legend hierarchy, right? Um, and you think of his hits, dude. I mean, you can go all the way back from um, you know Crisscross Jump, and you hear oh, these man. and you hear these records now. And you're like, wow. I mean, these records still bang, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, he also led the forefront, you know what I'm saying, with jumping off um, Atlanta. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Especially with working with TLC and just about anybody else that came from out of that area. He either had his hands in on it or he was a direct or indirect influence, influence of that whole sound, it. which that whole sound has freaking took. You know the nation by storm, right? Yeah. Since then until now, wait. We also talked about in that episode Wu Tang. Where did the yeah. Wu Tang Clan land? Did, I, I believe it was the innovator status, right? Yeah, I I want to man. That, that's kind of rough. I want to say that they would definitely easily get the innovator status just because yeah. of the fact of what they brought to the table. Their whole, I mean. Yo, they had many um, individual artists that was actually in that group, you know, that can hold their own and that can go on tour. We just right. seen that Ghost and Ray went on tour, and these tours, <laughs> I mean, if they wasn't sold out, there was there was fairly sold out. Um, Method Man right now is touring, and he's toured constantly throughout the year. Yeah, um, Ray, Red, yep. I think Red Man just did his second Breakfast Club interview in uh, in the last two years. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's he's mad. Hold on, did I did I say Redman or Method Man? You said Meth. Oh yeah, that that is right. Method Man. Right. You know, Redman is of course and Method Man's counterpart. Exactly. And yeah. So so what I'm saying is that it's it's crazy because they're still so amazingly relevant. Everything that they've Absolutely. done and everybody who was connected with them is yeah. still so so amazingly relevant. Yeah. It's crazy. W- well, um, as we said in the episode in the past, uh, with um with jazz is it's like one of the secrets of maintaining um <laughs> relevancy is having a great show performance. So creatives out there, you know, if you're trying to figure out how to stay relevant, dude, like have a ultimate dope ass show. show setup you yeah. know what i'm saying performing is just only one aspect giving that energy is one aspect but actually having a dope ass show that requires anything from um how you have your song selections um your song play theatric aspect of the there's you know, a there's an art form to perform there, and, there and is, i think they nailed yeah. it and to the point where as a group yeah they kill it and then as a as individuals they still kill it absolutely so, so but the next and the last rung on this ladder is what we call the architect status and that architect yep. status is someone who embodies that industry or market beyond his or her own lifetime so absolutely. an easy way we thought of it was when you when you think of the greatest basketball player of all time you think jordan there's no there's no real if ands or buts about it you think jordan he's the quintessential person in, in basketball yeah but but you know our new creatives out here or our younger creative geniuses out here will probably say lebron but you kind of get it yeah i don't even think they would say in but 
Well, okay, for example, <laughs> this is why this conversation is so good, okay? Because everybody has an argument and a point of view. But let, wait, okay, here's a better example. Uh-huh. When you look at Apple, you sure. think Steve Jobs. You don't think anyone else okay. but Steve Jobs. You right. know what I'm saying? It's, it's one of those things where... What they did with Apple introducing the iPhone, the i iPhone, even before the iPhone, the iPod. Yeah. Okay. They literally changed the industry. Now they changed the music industry. Yeah. They, there's yeah. no way to go backwards. Nope. Not they've, at all. They've changed it, and now even though Steve is gone, the world is inexorably changed because he existed in it. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to even say, you know, um, far as a far as brands, um, definitely Apple will will take that higher the um, the architect status. Absolutely. By far, because one completely innovative Two, you know, we <laughs> if we go even, you know, if we can actually, you know, even step down a tier, they would definitely clear the bar. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Even though champion status, they were definitely at the top of the still at the top of the game, you know what I'm saying, as far as like the utility of a lot of the devices. You right. know what I'm saying? From of course the the iPod, it doesn't even I mean the iPod has actually evolved into the freaking iPhone. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Which and the, I, the iPad. Until the iPad. <laughs> and the iWatch. And, 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 all and, other. and all the other stuff. So, you know, when we're talking about, you know, being innovative. Um, as well, you know, they definitely flipped the game around um, with the music industry, too. So Absolutely. Yeah. So once again, the hierarchy goes champion status, yep. innovator status, yep. architect status. Please That's go right. back to episode one and check out what we had to say on the topic uh, on the whole. And please leave your comments in the comment section because I know this conversation, we, it almost went there now. We got so much right. more to cover. We're just going to move on. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, next up on the list is week two, episode two. We talked about opportunity. We talked about all aspects of opportunity and some aspects on opportunity that you might not have thought to think in that way. Right. We'll get there. First, (laughs) we talked about what does opportunity look like and what does it smell like? You can't always see opportunity. Sometimes you got to sniff it out. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So- we had a guest on this episode. It was our first guest, yeah. uh, Mr. Chris Barnes. Shout out to Chris Barnes, right. um, Grammy-nominated producer and songwriter and a damn good friend of mine yeah. and, and a friend of the show. And he was in to talk about, uh, to talk about uh, what opportunity looks like for him. And mm-hmm. we all made some great points about what opportunity looks like. Yeah. And one of the things that was said that I thought was really powerful is... When we talk about uh, opportunity, we said that opportunity, when it comes, yeah, it, 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 it doesn't like operate like like a a huge push. It's more right. like a gentle nudge. Yeah. Okay. And if you're not keen and sensitive to where that keen where where that gentle nudge might be pushing you, right, you might miss an opportunity because opportunity is not going to wait for you. It's going to say, "Here I am." take advantage no okay and it's gone and it's gone and it and really it would disappear just it, like that and it would never come back <laughs> and you know it's psh, dude especially in this in- industry um in the entertainment in the music industry it's it's not like 
I totally believe that this is nothing like any other industry that's out there because things move so freaking fast. fast. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? The opportunity shows up. You might get an email. Hey, look, you know what I'm saying? I got this look for you. You know, this person is looking for this type of track. Yep. Um, I remember that one track that you sent to me before. Send it over ASAP so I can send it over to them. I'm sitting right here I'm in sitting front with them of right Mr. Now. A&R and I told him about this track. So, look, don't BS. Send it over now. I need this track right now. Which which also goes back into something else we talked about, and that was how to be being prepared. Exactly. That being that prepared. leads right into being to being prepared. Because you know yes, you have to be prepared look, for the When you the get that text from the from your A and R friend who's sitting in front of the person that you need to get your music to, you can't tell you can't tell homie that your phone was off. Hell That's no. not gonna work. That's not going to work. And that's how you botch good opportunities. <laughs> good opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not being a pro. What a pro is? Preparation, Preparation. meeting, opportunity. Opportunity. Exactly, exactly. And then also we talked about something that is very, very sensitive to a lot of, to a lot of us, and that's fear. And and there again, it's a lot of people don't think, okay, we're talking about opportunity. Why are we having a conversation about fear? That seems like a, a, a <laughs> random topic, but right. not really, because we said earlier in the conversation that yeah. opportunity is like a gentle nudge. Yep. Fear is like a brick wall. Ain't it though? It's the opposite of, of opportunity. And when you hit fear, bam, you slam right into it and it will stop you in your tracks. And if you're not careful and you don't know how to navigate your fear, yeah. it will sink you into stagnation matter of fact yeah yeah it would definitely it would definitely stop momentum that you've created absolutely it's a momentum killer it's a momentum killer matter of fact we have a clip from that episode with mr chris barnes talking about his opinion on fear fear has when i when i was younger when i was younger fear would you know kind of take hold of me but then it was something always saying no do it again do it again. You can do it. You can do it. And I, obviously that was God, you know, and through all of that, I mean, it was, let me, I'm not going to lie, man, you know, because um, everybody likes to talk about the end result going through. Oh, dude, it's nerve wracking yeah. and all that stuff, because when you are, when you know God has blessed you with abilities, sure. you know, and gifts and all that stuff, sure. you know, you you want to use you. Then fear will come in and as nervousness sometimes mm-hmm. it can cripple you in a certain, you know, like you say, it cripples you, it stops you almost in a way. And then like there's one day where you're like, man, I can't do this anymore. Ah, man, you know what? I'm horrible. Such and such only because maybe you didn't have a, you know, and for anybody who are artists out there, you're going to have some not so good performances. It's OK. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what helps build thick skin and all that stuff. But the fear of that or wanting to be accepted by everybody, you know, y- y- you have to get rid of that. Yo, that was a powerful clip from Chris Barnes, you know, talking about fear. Absolutely. And, yeah. And, and and also the way he addressed it and how really he came from an aspect like where you're at mentally. Exactly. And how to get out of it and that, and what it would do to you, you know, if, if you get caught in it. But you just kind of have to know that everything is going to be okay. Whether you feel like you're a success or you feel like you're a failure, you have to know that you're a success and act in that. That's right. I thought right. it was really powerful. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> going to be all right. Going to be all right. Going to be all right. So, guys, look. Check that episode out. Yep. That is episode two. Yep. 
Um, I'm pretty sure you can pull it up, you know, within your little browser Please. or wherever you're streaming this from. Go to episode two and check it out. Yeah. It was pretty dope. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. So look, we're going to go into episode three, yep. the Effective Home Creator Producers Edition, which uh-huh. we're getting a lot of feedback from <laughs> some of our producer friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, <laughs> nothing but love on this episode, man. For real. Yep, yep, yep. So we covered a lot of things. We covered like, you know, vision on how to put to put together a project. But the the ultimate thing about this, I love the way we set this up because we actually put this in a real world um format or real world um scenario. Scenario to where, you know, what all right, this is the scenario. This this is the scenario. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. So as a producer or a songwriter, as a musician, Uh you know, what we've used is is this um, storyline? We have DJ example pun completely intended, and I love it. All right, <laughs> so one of his and our friends hit him up and said, "Hey, look, I have an opportunity that's coming up. Um, Mary J. Blige is looking to um, release a What's the Four in One 2016 project. Yep, and I need some music from you guys. Mm-hmm. So DJ example." You know, went through his Rolodex and hollered, and hollered at her girl, his girl, um, Sarah, which uh-huh. is a dope songwriter. Uh-huh. You know, so he can start assembling the team and um, start getting together to create these dope songs. But you know, when you have, uh, when you're doing a project like a Mary J. Blige, you got to bring that funk, you got to bring the bass in. You know, what I'm saying everything got to gel exactly. through. So you got to get your musician friend. Who you going to get? You want to get the bass player. You're going to have to get Percy. Percy. Who Shout else? out to Percy. Who else? You gotta get somebody named Percy to play the freaking bass. Because <laughs> you just know he's gonna be funky for no reason. Just because his name is Percy. Just exactly. His name is Percy. <laughs> so so he assembled his his hit making squad or his hit making team. Uh-huh. And now, you know, it comes down to, you know, implementing the vision to the project. Right. You know, whatever you whatever you envision, whatever you see in your head, whatever you've actually um done research because at this point you got to do your referencing if they saying that they want something to sound like the 2016 uh what's the 411 album then uh-huh. you're going to have to go back to the what's the 411 what's the album. 411 album you know you don't have to really you know just sit there and melt in the music but you know what you want to do you want to actually just grab the essence and the feel of that you want to start you want to think about your project from top to the bottom you want to think about it from okay you in your drawers in your in your studio (laughs) uh, you cracking open logic reason uh nuendo whatever studio one and you're about to start making exactly you're about to start making music all the way through you're signing papers uh for your intellectual property going out to be a part of this project that's right getting okay. that check and and you you once you get to that end che- in end scenario you work your way backwards reverse work your way backwards so that's the way you find the best way to move forward okay yeah yep. start at your end goal work your way backwards then move forward at the at the the best way to do it yeah so we talked about like different tools to get the job done yeah you know from using um your da your um your daw right exactly or you know using some of these apps that they got out here like beat maker too uh-huh. you know if you're you know in <laughs> if you're in a work environment and you're part of the cubicle cubicle nation you know <laughs> you can bring your ipad and bang a beat out you know what I'm saying has your, a has a dope app for ipad 
where it's just it's an NPC on the screen and you can make beats, you can cut samples, you can do the whole nine yards. Reason wow. has a dope app called Figure Eight. Figure Eight, yeah. Um, I've used Figure Eight. Figure Eight's actually super dope. Yeah. I mean, riding up and down on the DC Metro making beats is pretty. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. And you're doing it on your phone. I'm not even on my iPad for that one. That was just on the phone. Yep. So there's many tools out there to actually start getting your um, getting your ideas down. Let, so then you let can, me let me just jump in here though because I don't know how cats be making beats on Pro Tools. I just got to throw it out there. What? I am not. I'm not I, hate. I'm not Pro yeah. Tools hating. Although I hate Pro Tools. I'm not Pro Tools hating, <laughs> but I don't know how y'all be making beats on Pro Tools. I know a dude. He's a he's a monster. Shout out Curtis. He's a monster for for sure. But he makes his beats on Pro Tools, and I'm like, bro, I just can't. I can't. I don't know. That's <laughs> that's insane to me. I have logic for that. I do have Pro Tools, but so I, does this music suck? No, his music anymore. Is, just because now you no. know that he makes his music on like uh, on Pro Tools. No, no, his music is amazing. <laughs> I just don't know how he actually functionally makes it happen because Pro Tools is too damn complicated. Yeah, <laughs> he's a genius beyond genius. Yeah, there is clearly. no freaking way. Clearly. You know, hey, but you know what? I remember, dude. Do you remember that one time we was at the um at the beat battle? Um, we we didn't attend this B battle, but there was this guy who had a freaking PlayStation One. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, and his, his beast was killing. Yo, it was fire! <laughs> it was fire. I'm trying to remember what was the software that he used, and it was on PlayStation I, One. I think was I forget it, what it was called. Was but, it the uh, Funk Master Flex app? Um, I don't remember what it was. Software. I remember oh, what it was, man. I remember. I remember going. God, man. good lord! I was like, yo, and I'm like, man, we're using reasons. I'm like man maybe i need to tuck mine in <laughs> anyway anyway we're gonna keep <laughs> right. this going what we talked about next was finalizing your project That's so right. okay all right so many of us as creatives as producers both vader uh i'm, I'm sorry hulk brogan and the brilliant <laughs> professor are both producers but That's we do right. a lot of other things as well but yeah so many of us have tracks on tracks on tracks yeah in your hard drive That's that aren't going there. anywhere they yeah. just sitting there, mm-hmm. not doing nothing, making no money for you, not making no, not sent one for you, right? Right. So we talked about how to take your projects past that point. Yeah, I call that the brick wall point, where right. most of us have kind of in our minds we've moved on to the next beat, to the next song, to the next hook, to the next artist, and those beats end up sitting there. Not 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 every beat that you make though is for the mainstream or for some, but. Every beat that you make can be used somewhere. That's right. The question is, where? And are you putting the time and effort in to figure that out? But we're not going to give you that information now. That's right. You're going to have to go to episode three and check out Effective Home Creator Producer Edition to really figure that out. That's right, guys. Check it out. So look, episode four was even doper. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like things just like started like really, really good, good, yeah, or gooder, yeah, or better and betterer, better, right? <laughs> He's an and, assault and batterer. <laughs> 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 and episode four, we had um, effective home creator songwriter edition, exactly with Nick and and with Nick Bain and Jarmon Davis. Yep. That's right of the Writers Club, the Right Club, the Right Club. I'm sorry, my fault. The Right Club, uh-huh. and these guys have had massive placements and you know what what's up why don't we just let them tell them there you go (laughs) um you know so um so i i I, so now fast forward up to now man we've had an opportunity to uh work with uh 
uh, uh, some different artists yeah. uh, that you may have heard of. Okay. Um, right. uh, um, so uh, we uh, one of DC's own Raheem Devon. Hey, yeah. That's right. That's okay. Right. We yeah. uh, we did a song for him uh, called Text Messages some years ago. Yes, sir. Um, Dope record. <laughs> Oh, thank you. And thank appreciate it. Two other two bros. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, we're, and we also, we do all types of music. So we do, you know, gospel, yeah. R&B, pop, all that. So we've also had a chance to work with one of uh, the top gospel artists uh, right now, who is Marvin Sapp. Yes. Uh, yes. Nice. That's yeah. heavy. Nice. Yeah. Yes. So, so we... Um, did uh pretty, worked on a whole lot of uh, uh his his previous albums um and so uh Tracy Braxton yes um yes. wow uh so hold on, hold on. we gotta go back to Marvin Sapp though because I gotta do this because Jarmon ain't gonna do this Uh-oh, but, okay but Jarmon uh also wrote uh yes you can which is on Marvin Sapp's latest album. Yeah, and that was just a few of their many many accomplishments that they've been working toward and 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 again they mentioned in the clip. Uh, we known these guys for a long time, and they've been grinding tough yeah. for a while, and yeah, it's man. and it's more than paid off. Um, again, once again, shout out to Nick and Jamon of yep. the Right Club. Uh, but once again, this is the uh the home creative songwriter edition. Okay, yeah. so we want to make sure that we we cover the effective home creative from all aspects. So That's right. this is the songwriter edition. So again. We have DJ example, example. Yep. pun completely int- intended, <laughs> and uh, we have Sarah, Sarah, the songwriter, the songwriter, and they are giving their two cents on how um, songwriters should go and how they should function, and they're giving some some yeah. amazing tidbits of knowledge about how it works and how they work as a team, as, as a, a team. unit, yeah. how they work with other producers and other writers on other teams. It, it was it was it was simply a, an amazing conversation. Um, but I think one of the the main parts of the conversation that I thought was was really dope was when they were talking about overthinking in the creative process from yeah. the songwriter's perspective. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, for creatives, and we tend to do this from time to time. We tend to send we tend to second guess. Yeah, <laughs> where we're at in our creative process. Uh, process whether we're in the middle of it or uh-huh. you know whether we're at the end of it and sometimes man at the, being at the end of it is a real critical process because that right there could leave could leave you at a point where you know you could be um procrastinating uh-huh. or perfecting we <laughs> or, want to say quote unquote perfecting, perfecting. but but you're using procrastinating. you're using perfection to procrastinate matter exactly. of fact here's another clip from that episode yep uh, at some point and that is a lot of times we, we overthink things you know so if somebody says hey we're writing for Mary J. Blige sometimes your brain can put you in a box to, to do songs that you think that Mary J. Blige will do yeah. um, when it was for, but when we did text messages we weren't writing that for anybody in particular number one and number two we were just having fun like we, we decided we were tired of overthinking and we just wanted to just make something that felt good so it almost started as a joke uh, no no not almost it did <laughs> so we it's funny thing about it we were, we were in the studio we were working with a producer and they had worked on this track or whatever and to be honest with you i can't even remember which one of it 
it, it was okay, right, right. It was me, and I'm and I'm messing around. I don't know what we were talking about, whatever. But I'm messing around. I'm just like, I'm sending you some text messages, but you can start calling them sex messages, and right. we laugh or whatever, you know. And then Nick, a couple minutes later, comes back with the next line, and I, uh, I don't know, he came up with that uh, X O X, and so we're like laughing, and after a minute, we like, yo, <laughs> that's kind of dope. So it's like, hold on, hold on, play that again, play that again. Yeah. That's right, guys. So that was a dope clip from our effective home creator songwriter edition. Absolutely. Check that out. That is episode four. Uh-huh. Yep. They definitely dropped some gems. So let's go on to like the next episode. The next episode was called You Don't Understand. You just don't understand. And <laughs> I mean, this is something I'm pretty sure that a lot of you creative geniuses out there have actually told some of your parents, friends, or family, loved ones. Or at least thought it. Yeah, or at least thought You ain't going to tell it, your right? mom, you just don't understand. Not if you're black. You're going to get that good backhand. Oh, yeah. Double backhand <laughs> at that too, though, right? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we actually was talking about, you know, really just the lifestyle and of of a creative exactly. you know we actually live a very very unique um unconventional lifestyle and um one thing that we use as an example of unconventional um living versus um in pursuit right in pursuit uh -huh. of happiness is that we was talking about how when we were really in high pursuit, right? Uh -huh. uh, as as producers, and we had our plan all figured out. Um, we were trying to um, hedge our expenses so we can have whatever money that we have. You know, use that for travel, use that for more gear. Exactly. You know, um, yo, use that for whatever opportunity that just might you know pop up. You know, you got to have that money. You got to have that 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 money to buy a ticket. You know, to take the Greyhound overnight. <laughs> overnight. If the opportunity, you know what I'm yeah. saying, pop up. Yeah. Or that flight to LA, Atlanta, Dallas, wherever that bag is, wherever that opportunity is, you gotta have money set aside. So you gotta learn how you to hedge. You know what I'm saying? Hedge hedge your uh hedge your bets. Hedge your bets. Exactly. So we had um a spot, you know, what some people would call it was an apartment, but we call it Knoxville, Knoxville. right? Knoxville. And it was a haven for creatives, uh -huh. right? Before Haven House, which we're recording in there. Shout we're out Knoxville 2.0. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the dope thing about, you know, Knoxville is that we had a bunch of creatives that actually would just, you know, do couch surfing. And, and you know, I guess, you know, Knoxville was just one of the waves that they'll catch in yeah, couch surfing, talk. right? Real but talk. it was a dope place where... We had people that would just drop in and they would just hop in, you know, to be a part of our creative process. Yeah. So we had a whole lot of features and stuff that we were doing with, you know, saying Proverb. Um, shout out Proverb. Uh, yeah, shout out to Proverb. Uh, lyricist, you know, saying shout Hashtag out. Hashtag Rob Regal. Rob Regal. Um, we had many, you know, other um, artists that came through there, you know, saying uh, Nando, Nando uh, yeah, Rod yeah. MC, so forth yep. and so on. I mean, yep. the list goes on and on and on because we worked with a lot of people from the DMV. A lot of folks. You know, but they understood, you know, that this was like their secondary home. Well, maybe mainly because they were family, but this was a creative environment that they felt like it was home to them. Right. Yeah. yeah absolutely. You know, and we actually just, you know, set up an ecosystem, you know, what I'm saying where like minded individuals can come 
you know what I'm saying, together and just kick thoughts around. Maybe it's probably some scenarios that they might be going through. We don't even have to record. It's just, yeah. a, it was yeah. just about bonding and building that synergy. Absolutely. We talked about in the episode, the nine to five hustle yeah. versus the creative hustle. And That's there right. were so many conversations that we had while cats was couch surfing about this very same topic. <laughs> yes. um, Veda always used to tell the artist, man, if if you as a person is are not okay, that's right. Your artist, your persona that you're trying to put forward won't be okay. Right. So you have to manage that nine to five hustle versus your creative hustle. And yeah, he, and you had a saying back in the day that I always what thought was extremely important and very poignant. You said to have the unconventional things in life, you have to live an unconventional life. Yeah. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing. That, no, 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 that's no, no. About what I mean, it was. <laughs> the first yeah. time you said that to me, I was like, "God damn it!" Now I got to stay up all night and make this beat because, like I said, I was going to because <laughs> going to sleep just sounds like an excuse. <laughs> yeah, I have work in the morning, but so what? <laughs> Let's get it going. Let's do it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but but you know, within that episode, man, I I it was just so dear to me because you know it um. It covers some of our, um, you know, some of some of our struggles and some of our successes and some of our wins, um, some of our gains. But, you know, it's everything that a creative has or is going through and and is going to understand from a very unique perspective. I mean, if you if you have yeah. friends that are accountants or lawyers, they work hard and we're not saying right. that they don't. Right. But their work hard and your work hard is different. And not only right. is it different, but if, 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 if a lawyer and a banker and an accountant, they're all in the elevator together, they kind of understand their hustles. They get it. Right. But when you say that, well, I'm a producer in that same circle, they kind of laugh at you a little bit. They kind of, you can't make one. I was at a dinner party the other day and... You know, I was talking about being a creative and they were like, you can't make money that way. And I'm thinking to my mind, of course you can. What kind of stupidness is that? But yeah, because they actually have a a road that's mapped out to how they can succeed in life. Exactly. To where being a creative, you know, the ultimate goal of success ain't always mapped out. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Everybody's story is, is, they see is, it as is a really fall. different. They it, see it as a free fall. They're absolutely. not interested in free falling. But yep. Steve Harvey said it best. You got to take that leap to see if your parachute works exactly <laughs> that's the hey, only way to know hey you might get banged up you know what I'm saying on the rocks on the coming rocks down on, but sooner or later your parachute will open. open and when it opens everybody else is gonna say damn I should have opened my parachute yeah I wanna fly down like him I know right <laughs> yep. anyway creatives it's time to take a commercial break and we'll be right back after these messages break What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Tabari Fingal, a.k.a. The Brilliant Professor, and I'm here to tell you what you can do to get your music featured here on the Two Bros in the Studio Show podcast. It's real easy. Just a few steps. First, go to the Two Bros in the Studio Show YouTube and SoundCloud accounts at Two Bros Show, or you can search us on uh, YouTube or go to the IG account and click the link there to go straight to YouTube and make sure you click that follow button. We want to see you following us, and we'll follow you back. Number two, send an email to twobroshowinfo at gmail.com with your artist name, any social media handles you have, IG or Twitter, and make sure you send at least 
three clean versions of the music you want to showcase and anything you want us to know about the music specifically. Let us know so we can let everyone else in the network of creators know. Number three, if your music is selected, you'll receive an email confirmation response by one of the team members here at the Two Bros Show. You'll need to make sure that once you get that confirmation of what episodes you'll be on, you promote that episode with everything you got on all of your social media. We want to see it pumping out there. We need to get the word out that this show is here for you, made by creatives for creatives. And that's it. Make sure y'all keep in tune with what's going on in the Two Bros in the Studio Show Nation and creatives. Make sure that you keep creating. Welcome back, creative geniuses. I am your co-host, Nevada Taylor, a.k.a. Hawk Brogan. And my name is Tabari Fingal, a.k.a. The Brilliant Professor. Yeah. So, creatives, you're listening to the recap of um, the 11, or my fault, 10 weeks in, right? Yep, top 10. And so, we just... We just went over um, five weeks, right? Yeah. And so now we're going to talk about episode seven. Six. No, six. Oh, okay. My fault. Episode <laughs> six. Episode <laughs> six. <laughs> yeah. So episode six was actually a special episode because um, we actually had um, Lady Dane and also Barry um, Moulton. Moulton uh-huh. Yep, of the LGBTQ community. And they were pretty much talking about some of... Um, you know, some of their successes, their gains and their pains of actually being, you know, a creative, you mm-hmm. know, within that particular community. Because what I've understood, you know, from that whole conversation is that they have their own battles to um to face besides yeah. being, you know, saying a creative. Uh-huh. Right. But um, there was a clip that was just so freaking powerful. Right. And this was Barry. Um, talking about you know him being a music teacher and some of the challenges that he actually faces um, at teaching at Anacostia, which is in Southeast D.C. Uh-huh. Now, creators, if you don't know anything about D.C., this is the hood, right? <laughs> the hood. The hood <laughs> of D.C. And um, he actually had to have this conversation to, to break ground and to create a common ground with the students for them, you know, to um, understand how to deal with him and how not to deal with him. Uh-huh. So let's go into this clip. Here you go. Working with the kids. <laughs> hey, you're in Southeast, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I live so, I live in Southeast. So what, what, what school are you teaching at? Anacostia High School. No, Anacostia High School. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's definitely... Uh, a challenge but it's it's wonderful because um you see people's minds begin to change you know you you see it in front of you and that right. that part is is beautiful and, I, and i'll tell you like and i'll be completely honest you know i live in anacostia as well so there have been right. times when i have walked home and been, have been called by some of my students fag like hey fag like like for real wow. and be serious wow. you know what i mean and so and so that was very scary at first you know right but then um because you're gonna have to choke somebody's kid <laughs> right exactly and i'm right. like oh lord and then, and then you're gonna see rolled, right, washington post Right. And then that's all, you know, all I need. But, you know, but I always wanted to remain who I am. You know what I mean? Right. And so when, um, so as I go into the classroom, we would, we would have dialogue about that. You know, it, it huh. would we would you know and I I would say you know where did you get that word from you know where why is that so important why does my sexuality have anything what does it have anything to do with 
with who I am, you know, in regards to music, in regards to, to so many other parts of my of my life. You know, why is that something that you want to latch on to and why is it such a negative thing, you know? And so I just wanted to question that. And and I won't say that it's it's you know, it's just wonderful, you know, but I definitely think that the response has has provoked thought. And that's been the main the So main so thing. I'm sorry, and not to cut you off. So yeah. is that the exact question you asked? Oh yeah. Oh I, so, I asked that. So what I, do you so what is the answer that you get on a consistent basis? I'll tell you the answer I get. It's this. It's like silence. <laughs> the, the it, it really is. Yeah, man. That 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 clip was was quite powerful in my opinion. And and I think I mentioned this in the in the in the description on YouTube and on SoundCloud. Man, if you didn't learn anything from that episode, you're just being willfully ignorant. Willfully ignorant. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, being you know. Uh, a heterosexual male and trying to really understand the plight of a, a same sex gender loving male and also a transgender woman. Uh, woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is very, this is a very, very insightful um, episode. I, and dude, we, and we heard yeah. it straight from them. And we, and again, right. just so we're clear, we weren't focused on their sexuality. That exactly. wasn't the point. The that point was not the point. The point was being who they are. What are their issues trying to make it as creatives? That's right. In this world that we live, they already have to deal with social injustice. Yeah. What else did they have to deal with in the in the music industry and trying to come in? Yeah. And make a make a splash. Yep. And they covered that. So guys, you know, this is a very very insightful conversation. Yep. So go back to episode six, please. You know, it's it's. What the title is LGBTQ community, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back to that episode, check it out, leave something in the comment section if you enjoyed it. And if this applies to you, please, we need to hear from uh, from more of you about this topic to educate us idiots who don't know. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So um, the next episode is episode seven. Episode seven, one of my favorites, quite frankly. Yeah, it is. It is one of my one of my favorites. So uh, we had. Uh, Quinnell Holder and also Sabrina Holder uh-huh. of Medium PR Agency, uh-huh. and they were talking about digital integration, right? Yeah, well, what is digital integration? What is digital freaking integration, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, one thing that was pretty dope is that the two the two bros we were actually able to break our first freaking story. Booyah. on Yep, on how uh Panda. Uh, was digitally integrated and also Q was talking about the success of Pan- uh, of Panda and how he was able to just um, push what was considered to be somewhat of a hood favorite song yeah. to it being a national success mm-hmm. on social media uh-huh. and on many different platforms. Yep. And yep. he talked about designer and how you know what? Why am I? Why are we talking about? Why are we talking about? Exactly. We got a clip for that, right? We got a clip for that. Hold Let on. Clip, bro. Let's play the clip. Give an example, designer. You know what I mean? Like, shout out to designer. Shout out Xana Ray. Yeah. Um, I help digitally integrate Panda. That's um, right. Early Let's on. talk about that. Um, and the thing that's so funny is, so many people wanted to be so negative about his situation, and it's ironic because I go, they go, man, I make better music than him. The only reason why he's on is because of Kanye. The, right. All this stuff, and I say, listen, all that's nice, right? Right. When you wake up, do you have a plaque in front of you? There you go. Do you uh, have a, a silver one? No. Nope. Do you have a gold one? No. Man. Do you have a platinum one? No. Man. Have you ever charted, even on the indie chart? Yeah. No. 
You're telling me something is better than something else. Better is based on stats. Sure. Not opinion. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> no, but for real though, I mean, I've definitely, as a producer, I've had those thoughts where I'm like, yo, this person, why is he on? I should be on. I mean, listen to this track. This one track better than this whole song, but he's right. I mean, the truth of the matter is, better is based on stats. What's the stats? That's right. That's you know? right. Um, numbers can lie, though. Numbers can lie. <laughs> and we talked about how they can lie in the episode. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll give you a tidbit. Here's a tidbit. We're talking about fluffing numbers. That's right. Hey, look. Numbers can lie, right? And um, we were actually talking about how, I guess, how to strategically fluff numbers, right? Because, you know, the whole... Um, just inflating numbers in general has always been something that was going on um, in the in the record industry, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, you know, you got to be really strategic about it. And, you know, in fact, we actually talk about how to be strategic. How so you be. might want to go back to episode eight exactly. and talk about the digital... Um, Digital media. Well, no, I'm sorry. To talk about <laughs> <laughs> PR and what is a PR exactly. with um, Quinell Holder uh-huh. and also Sabrina Holder. Here's a tip. Here's a tip. If your SoundCloud is stocked with songs that have like 12 views, oh, no, no, you going to are you going to give them the tip? I, I, I give I, them one. Okay, you can share one. I'm gonna All share right. one. Just one. If your song, if your SoundCloud is full of music that has like 12. 15 plays, 20 plays tops, and then you have one record that has 750 million plays? No. (laughs) No, you don't. You're a goddamn liar. (laughs) Don't take my word for it. Listen to the professional who helped Designers Panda become what it is and let him call you a goddamn liar. (laughs) That's right. Hey, creators, creators, this, this episode pretty much covers everything, you know, that you want to hear from... A PR, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? He covers what exactly is a PR. He debunks mm-hmm. some of the myths. You know, mm-hmm. he he debunked the difference between having a marketing strategy and implementing a PR and also implementing digital integrations. There's there's levels to this, guys. <laughs> there is this. levels to this, right? So definitely, this is a very important episode for all creatives out there to understand when they need a PR. So mm-hmm. check it out. Episode seven. Uh-huh. Um, it's called PR. Uh-huh. And also it's with Quinnell. Quinnell so, Holder. Yep. Quinnell Holder. That's right. Cute. <laughs> 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 All right. So look, our next episode is episode eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and this we covered digital media. Digital media. Exactly. So we brought in J Holes and he's the man he's the um the managing editing uh-huh. editing director of um, KarenCivil.com uh-huh. which is a major blog right huge 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 absolutely absolutely and so he goes over um, some of the ways that creatives should approach somebody that is in the media as a writer an editor or a blogger right mm-hmm. and um, yo he does have a funny clip right yeah yep we definitely have a funny funny like hugely funny clip <laughs> you know what let's just go ahead and get to it that's right this was a funny episode though too <laughs> together so it's just right. i don't need you to like kiss my ass and tell me how great i am but send me right. a professional consistent email like right. so what you're saying make it is make sense what you're saying is take the cap the cap lock off take the cap yeah man take the cap lock off put the capital letters what you know let's start with the bad actually let's start with the bad no nah, because it's like it's little it's little simple stuff like if right. i get an email and either the subject is just doesn't make sense right. or the first few lines have grammatical errors or all that i'm not even reading the whole email i might 
might not even listen right. to the music. And that might sound cynical and like, oh man, Jay's a dick. It's like, nah, like you're not taking your craft serious enough sure. for me to, to take my time to listen to it. Yep. Um, that's just the truth. So your personal pet peeve, I hate that as well. Yeah, like you, you're and you're. It's the worst, man. There and there. And, and like, we've all made the mistake. And they but, are. Yeah. It's like, we've all made the mistake. But if you're sending a press release, like, imagine if you're talking to Jay-Z. And I'm, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying people should approach me like I'm Jay-Z by any means. Right, right. But treat everything you're doing like you're talking to the most important person possible. Yeah, man. The, he had a lot of great points in that, in that, uh, in that little clip there. Because... You can't send out information to folk, and it's and it's wrong. I mean, um, he had that one dude who sent. What did he say? The message said, um, uh, "What up, Jay? You gonna definitely, possibly, possibly maybe, maybe. kind of yeah. like what I sent you." <laughs> then he said, "Tell me when you post it," and that's it. That was the message. <laughs> <laughs> you would not get any action from me. Creatives. In fact, I mean, Creatives. for me, you know, I will put it in straight in trash. Creatives, come on, don't do that. Come on, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. And, and and the funny thing is, even when you guys are submitting for the blue chip artists, we want you guys to submit, but don't just send me an email with your with your music on it with no information on you. Come on. <laughs> Exactly, man. I want to. Yeah, I want to know who, who you, you are, are, what you're doing, what is this about. At least send me your social media links. You, Damn it, dude! Come on, guys, we can do better. We, we can, can do. You know what that is? That's what you call lack of effort. That's yeah. You know, yeah. you're just trying to get it out, out, out the email so you can say you did it. Be better than that because we can be. That's right. I want right. to see better. I want to see us do better, creatives. Exactly, and. On that note, <laughs> let's go to episode nine. That's right. Where when we're talking about doing better, we're trying to figure out the diagnosis of hip hop. Oh my gosh. This, this was is, yo, this, this was a powerful one, man. This was absolutely probably no, this was this was absolutely probably definitely maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you'll you'll almost possibly I'm sure you might. <laughs> yeah, I think it definitely is the most powerful episode that we've done, you know, within our at, at that point within, you know, nine weeks in. This is episode nine. And yeah. we brought in our good friend Jonas Bobrin. Jonas Bobrin. AKA Bobby Broche. <laughs> All right. Excuses Bobby Broche uh yeah. persona or yeah. impression definitely that he tried to do but we're yeah. working on we're that. working on he's practicing he's practicing it is it'll get better <laughs> it will get better it, we have him in speech therapy and everything it, it's gonna get there guys <laughs> yep. just be nice in the comment section all right <laughs> yeah but um the diagnosis of hip-hop was i mean I, I think what we tried to do conceptually is bring you know hip-hop you know we try to create hip hop as being a person and taking hip hop to the shrink, yep. you know, to get psycho psychologically diagnosis and try to figure out it's wrongs and where we can get better and um, move forward. Right. Yeah. I mean, or where hip hop can, where hip hop well. came from yeah. its vices and, yeah. and basically where his mental state is. You know what? Sure. We definitely have a clip for this one. We're going to the clip. Here we go. Roll the clip. So basically what you're looking at um, is <clears throat> you're looking at social anxiety, right? Okay. So there's a lot of that going on, right? And it's not necessarily portrayed in a way that's, you know, you're necessarily scared. 
right? You may have some different angst around various issues as we see as it plays out. Right. Money, gender dynamics, gender reassignments, and so on. Um, status, presentation, aesthetics, color, and fashion, and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on. Wow, right? so you're saying our steam is... Our, so, our self-esteem is very low Right, yeah And it's also There's a lot of paranoia Around it as well I mean, a lot of the Alleged creatives I guess is what I'll call them I don't consider them creatives okay. um, I, I, And I can say that As a creative myself I can say that um, A published creative I can say that too Right Is that You know they're They're not necessarily Creating an element That makes society better Mm-hmm. They're creating uh, a place to what we call in psychology a place to dump, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I have issues against the world, and I'm going to use the microphone to dump these issues. Oh. So there's a lot of you know there's a there's a bit of narcissism, if not a lot, in there too. But that's a different show. If you want me to get into that, 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 is that a kind of show. stuff. For real, that is a um, different show. So yeah, I mean, that conversation went so deep. It was really difficult to try to find a, a clip that could nail down. And summarize the whole episode. I mean, the only real way to do it is to go back and listen to the whole episode. It's actually <laughs> one of the most popular episodes that we have so far. And the numbers just keep going up. And I, it, apparently it resonated with you, uh, with you creatives. And we love it. That's the goal is to create content that resonates with you. I feel like we must have hit the nail on the head because, yeah. Go out and check out that episode. Hear yep. what uh, Jonas Bowburn has to say about the mental state of hip-hop and what that also kind of might say about you as a hip-hop fan. I don't know. I don't want to put that on yeah, you. Because we're, we're all in the body of hip-hop, right? Yeah, we kind of are. So, yeah, we might have to do some reevaluating. But <laughs> in order to know, you got to go check out the episode. That's right. Drop some comments. Keep the conversation going. Keep it's the conversation open going. right now for discussion. And you know what? While we're discussing um, this really like heady, like deep, resonating topic, we can go to episode ten and relax and take notes as we discuss the fact that music is on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that was the slobber cough. You yeah, know what I'm saying? We got yeah. the elastic slob just hanging out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So episode 10 was pretty dope. We was talking about um, music on drugs is music the actual drugs. title. But, yeah. you know, we was specifically talking about weed culture. Weed and culture here in the D.C. area. Yep. And we um we have Lalo. We had Lalo on here, uh, HD Society. Uh-huh. And... Um, this was a freaking dope episode because here it is a creative, right? Exactly. He's he's deep into the weed culture, but he finds a way to capitalize and position himself on this booming weed industry or marijuana culture, what have you, or whatever you want to call it. Exactly. But he found a lane to get in there. And now, you know, not only does his brand, not only is his, um, his weed brand is synonymous with his name mm-hmm. but it is actually growing and, and, and he's doing phenomenal things he's with talking it. about the brand is growing and not the seeds in the pot that's gonna you know it's, yeah, it's fine let's, right. let's, let's just let him tell you about it right <laughs> let's go to the clip it's like wow everything you know what I mean yo let's let's talk let's, let's talk about that let's talk about the vape pens dude uh, like how did you land that situation um 
I mean, you don't have to go so friend, much in, into nah, any detail. Cool. What you nah, that's yeah. nothing. Um, a friend of mine brought the idea to me. Okay. He was like, yo, why don't you do vape pens? Why don't you sell vape pens? And I was like, because I don't have a plug to <laughs> get vape pens. Like, do you right. know where I can get some vape pens? And it was really like not as popping you know right. what I mean it wasn't really that popping but it was like just starting people just starting to do the e-pins and all that stuff so it was like right. it's, it could work you know what I mean it could work but it was like where do, the hell do we get vape pins mm-hmm. so we did some research on the internet it took us about a week and we found a guy in China yo that that was a that was a pretty dope episode because now you know you take in your, your brand as a creative and moved it into a different market. Yeah, and he, again, still doing music. I actually just released a single on that um, that that same, I think the same week or two that we had him on the episode. Um, he was also the blue chip artist uh, for that episode. So feel free to click links and go check out, uh, check out Lalo and his music and check out his apparel. That's hats right. And t-shirts and so forth. And please check out the vape pens. Yes, please check out the vape pens. I don't know. Maybe we need to um, holler at him and see if we can do some giveaways. Oh, no, no, no. We've already hollered at him. That's in the works, baby. That's in the works. <laughs> yeah. So that was episode 10. So we have 10 heavy episodes lock stock in the barrel As y'all can, can gain access to any of these episodes and, and um, any of these guests uh, these guests are mad open that's right reach out to them you know support their businesses support their music and their and their and the culture as a whole yeah creators we need to really support each other right um shoot i mean to me i believe that you know one buck that could circulate in the community could be that one buck for us to we need that buck circulating a hundred times before. That's right. And grow exponentially. Absolutely. Yo. So um we got some heavy episodes that's coming up. Episode eleven. Yo, we had a legend on this episode. So guys, yep. check it out. Please. I'm pretty sure that you might have skipped over it, but if you're new to this, then you can go back to it. Whatever. Yep. Check out episode eleven, cause this legend dropped some gems, right? Absolutely. Yep. So creative geniuses out there whether you're new or you've been riding with us for um 12 weeks straight (laughs) um if you haven't figured this out you know the real purpose of our podcast really it's it's not one of those is not one of those podcasts that you listen to where they go over you know your top 10 artists or or your celebrity gossip yeah we're not celebrity gossip we don't care who joe budden was running down the street chasing this week we're not Talking about disc records and I don't give a flying fudge about that, right? You know what I do care about? What we do care about? We create we really care about one, the creative process and creatives, right? You guys. We care about you guys. Yep. And two, you know, bringing opening up these conversations so it can be one, engaging, two, educational, and um entertaining and entertaining exactly so um really if you get anything from any of these episodes i feel that our job is done if you could just have one takeaway from all 10 of these um all 10 of these episodes that we did a, a recap on then i can actually sleep better because i feel that i'm actually sowing a seed into you know you being the better creative right exactly and a lot of these conversations are conversations we're having anyway 
We you definitely are saying? having these conversations, so, you know, so, amongst ourselves. So when you you have your bedroom studio studio and your, and your boy comes over and y'all making beats or whatever, and then y'all just start talking about the difficulties of how people just don't understand. That's episode four. That's right. When we talking about okay, well, I'm deep into this weed culture and people just don't pe- people people need to get with it. They need to understand and there's legislation behind. That's episode, That's episode 10. 10. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Yep, yep. And when we're talking about understanding that MJ is a legend. Well, that's episode one. That's episode one. Yep. So, creatives, roll with us. Yep. Because we want to take you guys on a long, beneficial journey. Uh-huh. And, you know, let's just really continue to keep these conversations open. If you guys have anything that. You know, you want to drop in the comment section. Matter of fact, give us your thoughts on what you would like for us to talk about Please. and who we could possibly bring in on these episodes. You Absolutely. Know, because we have a lot of people that are in our network that just are ready to spill or dish out any type of advice, you know what I'm saying, these creatives, because they're actually interested into pushing the culture forward. Absolutely. They yeah. absolutely are. And yep. um, they're accessible. You'll yes. hear them say it plenty of times in all these episodes. Just reach out. I'm on IG. I'm on Twitter. Reach out. I'll reach back. No big deal. I'll be there. <laughs> and even the legend said it. I'll so all you need to know is if we can reach these people, you can reach Just these people. And you can support their businesses. You know what I'm saying? You can support the music, you can support the apparel, you can support the creative process. So once again, creatives, make sure you find us on everything from iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and look out on that YouTube page. Go That's right. and find that big red subscribe button. And smash, smash it because there's gonna be plenty of brand new content coming in video format to that YouTube page. And if you're not careful, you just might miss it. Don't be the last to get it, be the first to get it, and be the first to move on it and make it happen. That's right. And uh, creatives, we see you next episode. And creatives, keep creating.